Hello, everyone. You're listening to the DSG Connect podcast. As one of the world's leading dental laboratory networks, we value connection. And in alignment with that value, the DSG Connect podcast is here to serve you. Our goal is to elevate voices in dentistry. You know the ones, world changers, innovators, disruptors, true leaders, the people making a difference and bringing world-class solutions to our industry and communities. Our guests will educate, inspire, and share what is working, how to pivot when things go sideways, and everything in between. Wherever you find yourself listening, thank you. Thank you for listening to DSG Connect. Today, we have the exciting opportunity to sit down with Kim Solomon and Andreas Klee from Panthera to talk all about the new X3. Kim Solomon is the Senior Vice President of Sales in the U.S. He is responsible for sales, marketing, and brand development for Panthera with expertise in business development, product launch, CAD CAM, digital technology, and clinical restorative solutions. Andreas is the Regional Sales Director, Ontario. He is a registered dental technologist with over 30 years of experience in the dental field. Andreas plays a major role in Panthera's dental strategy to incorporate more technical guides and articles into its portfolio. Welcome on, gentlemen. Thank you, Heidi, and nice to be here. It's great to be on board. It's great to have you. You have exciting news. And for those who haven't heard, here is the big ta-da moment. You have a new product out there in the world, the new Panthera X3. So yeah, we're really, really excited to introduce our new product. Um, for those of you that have already heard, for those of you that haven't, it's called the Panthera X3. The Panthera X3 is a new addition to the family of nylon appliances, mandibular advancement devices. It's a dorsal appliance. So it's the X3 is the next generation of mandibular advancement devices in nylon. So we're really, really excited to announce this today and to promote it. Uh, it's going to make a huge difference in the market. Of course, for those of you that know uh, our previous appliance and not previous, the existing appliance, the DSAT, our, our um, first appliance, uh, will obviously understand the benefit of the nylon in the uh, mandibular advancement devices and adding the dorsal appliance now as a nylon appliance, it's wow. It's really taken the market and the, the hype around it has just been phenomenal. I work very, very closely with um, the DSG group in, uh, in Canada, both in Ottawa and in Toronto, and they've been great in pushing forward with the uh, promotion of the X3. So Joanne and Veronica. And so a little bit about the X3. It's, uh, it's the same material as the uh, DSAD. It's a nylon appliance. So it's a type 12 natural polyamide and it's uh, classified under the USP. It's a level six uh, uh, material. So it's the highest biocompatibility appliance on the market. It really is, uh, the level six is the highest you can get. So what makes the X3 so unique? As those of you that have worked with uh, dorsal appliances before, there are challenges um, in the materials that they're made of. And one of the big challenges, of course, is that the, the appliances that have been made in the dorsal format before are predominantly acrylic. So they're bulkier, they are more susceptible to breakage. But the fact that we now have an appliance, a dorsal appliance, in nylon, it just makes the it just changes everything. Um, we are now have an appliance that is still still in the dorsal family, but it's now way stronger. The fact that it's nylon, the quali the qualities of the nylon just make it possible to uh, make it a lot smaller, uh, more comfortable for the patient, and in turn uh, more compliance by the patient. So 
we're really offering the patient a better product in a dorsal appliance. How would you say that the X3 compares with other dorsal fin appliances? So first and foremost, the X3 differentiates itself from other dorsal appliances in the market and the fact that it's made, by, it's made of nylon. That really is the biggest st- differentiation between the other dorsal appliances. And as I'd mentioned before, uh, it just makes the appliance so much more streamlined, smaller, more comfortable for the patient. And of course, the nylon is extremely bruxing resistant. It's, it's uh, been proven in the DSAD um, that the bruxing forces applied to any of these appliances is extremely high. The, the resistance to bruxing is extremely high. That's a good point, uh, Andreas. And, you know, Andreas has, has had a really unique position in this launch of this product as well. He doesn't toot his own horn enough. He was very instrumental with working with DSG in Canada through the beta testing process. And this turned out to be a little bit longer than we first expected. And so we were now in a position to launch a product that's much better than the initial concept that came out. And, uh, you know, Andres tells a story about a patient that was really struggling with appliances to get therapy and that this appliance actually met that need of that patient and survived a lot longer than anything else that they've ever been presented before. So, you know, the human aspect side of it's always very interesting as we move forward, uh, along with the comments he's made, we've seen a, a great uh, energy around the X3 coming in the U.S. market just because from the our standard DSAB product. When you look at the full market scope, you know, of sleep appliances, they usually fall into two patterns, either the connection, you know, with the rod connection or a strap or something like that, where the, the mandible and the maxilla are connected, or you have two separate pieces like the dorsal fin, and each have their own place within the market space based on patient needs, uh, you know, anatomy, things like that when they're presented. So this really gives us an opportunity to kind of fish in both ponds, so to speak, or you know, just uh, actually being able to apply a product in one side of the market. So we're excited to be in this other pond and actually offering a product now that, that gives us a little bit more space uh, to come into the market itself. So that's a, that's a little bit from the, the U.S. side. As doctors are listening and they're thinking, why would I choose the DSAD over the X3 or the X3 mm-hmm. over the DSAD? What are the indications, contraindications? So... Um... To talk about the indications, really, we really need to look at the difference between the different appliances. And um, if, we take, if we compare, for example, the DSAD to the X3, um, one of the big differences in the X3 to the DSAD is the DSAD uses a pull, a pull or traction uh, mechanism to move the lower jaw forward, whereas the X3 uses a push. So it pushes the lower jaw forward. So they're, they're two different forces, two different mechanisms. So to indicate which is, going to be, which is going to be better for which indication. So we really need to look at that first off and foremost, right? Um, so what does the pull mechanism do? The pull mechanism really favors closing of the mouth. So when you have a patient that has, for example, the tendency for the lower jaw to, to open, the DSAD would be a better appliance to use. It, it, it really facilitates mouth closing, whereas the X3 has a push mechanism, it really favors mouth opening. But it has to be said that on both of these appliances, whether you're using the X3 or the DSAD, we have the opportunity to put elastics on. So it's not to say that if it's a mouth opener, that it's only going to be a DSAD. We do have the option of putting elastics on the X3. But the difference between the, the two really, first and foremost, is one is a push and the other one is a traction mechanism. Another big uh, factor to consider is retention on the teeth. Uh, the DSAD has a a titration mechanism where the upper and the lower arches are joined together by a rod. And on the lower, the rod is connected in the furthest and the the most posterior part of the mandible. So the tendency is as the rods get shorter 
and the patient opens their mouth, the tendency is to pull that lower appliance off the lower teeth. That would be an indication for the X3, for, for instance, where you have a patient that is lacking retention in the, lower, in the lower posterior region or missing, let's say, the first and second molars. The X3 would be a, a better option because it doesn't have that pull tendency on those, on those molars uh, and not pulling the, uh, the appliance off the uh, teeth. So retention is a big factor to consider when you're choosing one appliance over the other. What type of retention do you have in the lower mandible, in the mandible, in the posterior? And that's a really good point now as a manufacturer for us to be able to help you know, our clients understand that, but then also be able to diagnose patients. They may be you know, wanting to use a DSAD and when we come in and design it, we put it up in our algorithm and it's just not functioning properly as Andres was saying, because of the titration uh, rods, the spaces that we're using, we can actually recommend now that they, they move over to the other X3, which is going to be able to facilitate them a lot better. It's just plus for us to have this new appliance that offers this new treatment option based on the anatomy of the patient. Just to, just to go further on to the indications, uh, between the, between the DSAD and the uh, X3, uh, the, the arch sizes of the patients make a big difference as well. So the narrower the arch size is, the more, um, the less space you have in the, in the cheek, between the teeth and the cheek. So the titration mechanism, the titration connection on the DSAD is a triangle in the first and second molar region. So with a narrow arch, what tends to happen in not all, but some cases is that the triangles irritate the inside of the cheeks of the patients. So now we have an appliance that the dorsal is placed at the second, uh, first and second premolar so further forward in the mouth, there's less chance of it irritating the inside of the cheeks of the patient. So again, it's one or the other. So one, two, two products to solve a problem. This segues into so many different anatomical structures that the patient presents. I mean, we also hear a lot about, you know, tongue thrusting, the size of the tongue and what they call the box, you know, uh, of an appliance and how it's fitting. So again, now we have a product that allows us to kind of take that into scope and management and be able to address that. And, you know, the other neat feature, and Andres is probably going to dive more into it, so I don't want to steal his thunder here, is, is talking about uh, the ability to uh, raise the vertical, you know, in some patients, which the DSAT allows us to actually move a little bit higher than some of the other competitor products. So we have a little bit of advantage. Again, moving from one product to the other, really looking at the diagnosis, what the treatment options may be for that patient. It, it's just opening the door for us to provide so many more solutions. So another, another indication is, uh, you know, to treat patients, some patients may have TMJ sensitivities. So again, the difference between the two appliances, we need to go back to uh, the pull or the traction. What we found is with a traction of appliance, uh, there's 10% less force on the TMJ. So in a case like that, the DSAID would be the preferred appliance. Um, not to say that the X3 is not a good appliance for these type of patients, but when we're talking about one or the other for specific conditions, you know, this would be one of those where we'd say, okay, um, the DSAID would be a better option. My favorite, of course, is, is if you have a bruxism patient. You know, the, this seems to be the, the initial go or no go type of stance that dentists have with, when deciding which appliance to use, because obviously the durability of the nylon is going to withstand a lot more force than acrylic. And we, and we see a lot of transition from patients that have been in, in other type of appliances made of acrylic and they've broken or they failed. And when we move into a DSAT, I mean, they're getting treatment and the durability that's there. I mean, we, we kindly and, and kind of jokingly call this a bulletproof appliance 
but we've seen we've seen where they've been sat on they've been you know crushed up in luggage and and they we've even seen them chewed by dogs and sometimes they're still able to function before we can get them a new one it's kind of fun to have that conversation when you're really looking at patients that are going to be demanding you know everyone's also demanding every day on their product but this one kind of goes in the extra mile for you we like those extra mile products. Absolutely. So, so I mean, as so talking about that extra mile, so, uh, and I think we haven't mentioned this, but just the nature of the appliance, um, it does come with a three-year warranty. So we're extremely confident on the fact that the nylon is really going to stand up to pretty much any condition in the Braxazine uh, appliance. So um, again, uh, the difference between indications between one or the other um, so the, the X3 has a very specific range of titration, which is for a dorsal appliance, a really good range of titration, but the titration range really is uh, a five millimeter forward titration and a one millimeter retrusion. The doctor has to be specific and, and have to know where the patient's starting and what the patient's titration range is. If it's more than five millimeters, then the DSAT will offer a wider range of titration. The titration range is really also a big indicator of whether the appliance is indicated for that patient or not. The other real difference in diagnosing these is where you're going to start the patient. So uh, with some doctors, they may want to start the patient at a tip to tip and begin titration. The others may want to start at 60 to 70% of, of the full extension of the mandibles to start titration. And that has to be taken into account for what's going to be the maximum uh, extension that we can go. So the X3 does have limitations, but it's just a matter of proper planning when you're looking at using that product, or if it's going to require more titration, the DSAT is going to give you a lot more variation in that as well. Andreas, what are some of the design options that you offer? Okay, so really the appliance selection and the design options, there's, there's so many to choose from, but Really, the, the, the appliance selection really varies according to the uh, doctor's personal experience, their treatment philosophies, and their treatment plans. I mean, every patient's different. Every case presents itself differently. So what is really nice with the options that we have, um, they're, a, they're a mix and match, really, to cover every type of situation. So we, have, we really break them down into, into two sections. The one is the plateau. So the plateau really is where the upper appliance and the lower plateau and the upper uh, lower appliance where they contact. So the biting force and we have different options there. So you could have, for example, a patient that you want to treat with TNJ, you'd have only anterior contact, or you could have something with a full contact, or you could have something which are standard where we have only the fours and fives in contact and no contact in the post areas. Uh, patients with TMJ issues try and keep the stress off the uh, TMJs. And then we have the other section of it are the, um, the bands. So the bands are really what connects the one side of the arch to the other side of the arch. And again, this is just a preference and the schools that they've been to, the, the training that they've had, some prefer um, just a labial connector. So no material, no connector on the lingual, just creating more tongue space. Um, some doctors would like to have the incisal coverage of the incisors. Really what we've given the doctor is a whole scope of choices. It's, it's too much to go through all of them like now, but, um, but really they have a mix and match of, of all these different designs. And this is not only for the DSAT, for the X3, it's also applies to the, uh, to the DSAT. You know, to that point, Andreas is, is mentioning, 
we actually give the doctor the flexibility to look at this and choose, but we also will help him if he chooses to click the button and say, give me the best design for this case. And then we'll recommend what that is. The other really cool feature that we offer on these products is we can actually go in and adjust the retention per tooth. So if you have someone that has a crown, maybe it's misfitting or they have sensitive teeth in some in areas, uh, they can actually go through the software and select what that tooth is. And we will actually reduce the retention on that specific tooth uh, as we're making it. So this, all these uh, variables that can be built into the customization of the, of the patient's appliance really gives you some freedom. And I, I find that, you know, that gives doctors a little bit of more, uh, should I say, thinking outside of the box on how to treat patients. Uh, just to give you an example, if you've had a lot of uh, uh, crown and bridge work done, especially in the, uh, the interior, you know, you don't want the appliance pulling the crowns off or, or creating either issues. So we can design the band so that it goes over the crowns, but it doesn't engage them, which is also a nice feature on, on bridges. As you know, they, they tend to ex uh, extend across the arch or connect teeth and we can design the bands around so they don't affect it, but we get retention so we can actually be, uh, the, the appliance actually works in that environment. So it, it really is bring us the, the, complex cases, brings the challenging cases that we have. Our software allows us to do some really incredible things with the design. And do we have limitations in some aspects? Yes. Will you have cases where the DSAD may not be applicable? Now we have the X3 that gives us a whole different option to that. So I like to express that feature when I'm having that discussion because I tend to find Patients come in all ages, size, shapes, uh, you know, as, as we can have this discussion. It could be as someone that's very young or it could be someone that's had a lot of, of uh, crown and bridge work done or uh, dentistry done in their lifetime. And even if they're transitioning into implants, uh, this is another you know, space that everyone's always interested in. You know, unfortunately, the indentulous patient, we're still working on a product. Uh, our products uh, have not been designed for the indentulous patient yet. But uh, of course, if they do have implants, then we have something to secure this to. Uh, we also look at how we, we can design something that will fit over that. And I know Andres has some experience in, in doing some pre-beta testing with some of these products as well. Yeah, and they really are pre-beta testings, but uh, for sure. Um, I mean, we are, we are constantly moving forward. Just because we don't have it today doesn't mean we won't have it tomorrow. Innovation is so huge in dentistry. Kim, it's Sleep Awareness Month and partnership is huge, you know, between the manufacturer, the doctor, the lab. First, I'd like to say that I'm glad to hear to see that there's actually a month that we can actually focus on it. I think March is a great month also to, uh, to begin as spring comes in. We all start looking to, uh, you know, get out and get active and all. But I think it coincides with, with just our health and the overall, uh, should I say, health attitude that we have uh, in, in the dentistry in uh, looking at the patient's uh, overall perspective, what's going on in their life. Now, as you know, diagnosing sleep, not only it looks at the physical attributes of the patient, but you know, what's kind of going on under the surface, you know, within their life and, and how this is affecting them. M most people refer to, you know, the snoring issue to begin the, the process. And, and snoring is an aspect of sleep because it's a disruptor, but yet there's usually an underlying issue that goes along with it. Of course, now, I hate to say during the pandemic, as everyone has said, but since we're all close together, we've been we've been uh, you know uh, quarantining and, and and doing our our social distancing you know through it. I think it's created a little bit more of what I call awareness of of sleep issues, especially you know with the significant others and those that you've been spending close time with. And so now March, we get a time that we can actually investigate that. And I think dentistry is a great platform to do it because the dentist you know is the keeper of the 
the mouth, the oral environment. You know, you come to them for your cleanings, uh, your checkups to make sure that you're not having any pain issues. And then, of course, you, you could begin the restorative process, even into implantology, you know, as things break down, if you have um, disease issues. It's so un untapped that I think just awareness of it and asking the key questions and going back into the simplistic uh, interviews with your patients and uh, with the network that you're in to begin to discover if people are having a, a sleep issue, you know, and it could be something related to insomnia that's not a sleep apnea, but still it's good to recognize that and begin to have that conversation with the patient. So again, bringing something back to light, it's probably an aha moment for some folks, but others will say, yes, I've been having an issue with that. What can we do? And that opens the door for conversation and then treatment to follow. Well said. Thank you so much, Andreas and Kim, for helping us bring more awareness from the perspective of a company who has amazing appliances and what we can offer doctors and then they can offer their patients. What final thoughts do you have? Uh, so from my side, my final thoughts are we've already we've we've been so successful with our uh, oral appliance the nylon dsad and for me i it's just very exciting times um you know with the addition now of the x3 uh, we really have we mentioned we alluded to earlier we now have a one-stop shop and a solution for all in one family of oral devices all in the nylon family so these are exciting times. I look forward to working with DSG and getting things moving, you know, and yeah, just to, just to get going and seeing where this goes. And I, I think we're going to have a great year. It's going to be a great success and uh, really looking forward to it. I feel the same way in, in looking at, at how we're moving forward with this year with the exciting product launch, but also in our partnership with DSG. I mean, DSG does an excellent job of, of connecting with doctors, of providing information, value-added education, and also products and services. And, you know, we're happy to be a part of that uh, solution-based uh, process, you know, within DSG. And I think that it, it does help start a good conversation, but it also helps expand the platform of the conversation. So you, you may not may just be discussing what are the immediate needs are, but what's the practice development for the doctor? And I think a lot of dentists are starting to look and see what that really means now as, you know, post COVID and as part of the conversation, but still, what is my, what's the next step for my practice? And what are some of the growth opportunities I'm going to have? And sleep's going to be around for a long time. This, this is not going to be just a, a come here and come go away type of a product or uh, should I say a, a treatment option that uh, will we'll phase out. So just like orthodontics, uh, just like crown and bridge, just like implantology, sleep is going to be a significant part of the practice to come. Where can our listeners find out more information about the X3 and the DSAD and Panthera and all that you do? Um, they can go to uh, the Pantera Dental website, uh, www.panteradental.com. But I would recommend that they contact their local DSG rep. Uh, they have all the information, all the contact details. They have all the literature, all the everything that the doctor needs to start. And um, as I'd mentioned right in the beginning, I deal with Joanne and Veronica, and they're great at setting up accounts and getting doctors started with us. They know the products. My recommendation, if you want to learn more about it, contact your local DSG rep. That's good. That's, that's good advice. We, we tend to see the same thing here. And what it segues into is it gets my team involved. You know, we're happy to jump on a Zoom call. We're happy to support the sales rep when they're in the operatory having a discussion about sleep at, at all levels, entry level to treatment to recall. It, it's we're just there to be a team support on it. So yes, get in touch with DSG. I think that's a, a good way to go. Panther Dental is going to give you an overview at our website, 
but uh, we're happy to answer any questions and be any way we can help support the team effort in this. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Andreas, Kim, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. We invite you to subscribe to DSG Connect on iTunes or Spotify. Take a minute to refer a friend or colleague and help us spotlight this podcast by leaving us a review. In between episodes, stay connected with us. Have a topic in mind? Send your suggestions to podcast at dentalservices.net. Also, did you know we have webinars? Check them out at dentalservices.net slash edu. We believe we're stronger together. Until next time, enjoy your day.